look around at this great city of ours, what do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murphy's Murder Show. Good evening, everybody. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, also known as Bill Wilson. And you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS 1450 AM and 101.9 FM Talk Radio. Lady K's in the house, my co-host. Who just you just got in from where? Uh, Sarasota, Florida. Was it? I, I guarantee it was warmer down there, wasn't it? Uh, it was an almost sixty degree swing getting what? in the car. Wow! To getting out of the car. It was snowing this morning. It was. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm well, just, I'm just gonna sit and look googly eyed at Bill all show because I didn't realize how much I was gonna miss him. We we hang out so much. <laughs> googly. Uh, did you get my snow globe? I, no. I did get you a snow You did? Globe. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I collect snow globes. But I want to go over some announcements real quick, and then we're going to get into story time with our guest. And it's going to be – this This is going to be awesome, y'all. I'm so excited. Uh, Sweet Addiction is putting on an event at the Walnut House here in Murfreesboro. Sweet Addiction is a uh, it's an outfit that they, they get women ready for a job like they're coming out of jail, they're in recovery, and they have barriers to where they can't get a job. Well, Sweet Addiction helps them find a job. They're having an event on Thursday, April 13th. It's called the Borough Bake Off at the Walnut House at 116 North Walnut Street here in Murfreesboro. And there'll be contestants who have been on the Food Network, um, and I actually will be a judge, and maybe maybe two. Maybe you, Lady K. Uh, for more information, go to the com or sweetaddiction.com. All proceeds will go to Sweet Addiction. And then y'all know I'm big into recovery. There, uh, the 16th Judicial District Veterans Court graduation is this Wednesday, March 22nd at 11, 11 a.m. at the Judicial Building at 116 West Lytle Street here in Murfreesboro. And French's Shoes and Boots here in Murfreesboro will be putting on an autograph signing event the first weekend of April the 1st with MTSU alum Chandler Brewer, who now plays football for the L.A. Rams. French's is the place to go for all your Western attire and boots. I actually got me a pair. So mm-hmm. I hope the PETA people aren't listening, but I got me some Cayman. You look right off Yellowstone yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm excited. And the Stones River National Battlefield will be putting on an event Saturday, April 8th, honoring Hell's Half Acre, which is a part of the Battle of Murfreesboro. Let's get into the show. We I'm excited about tonight because we've got somebody who I kind of I look up to. He's a storyteller, and I read your bio, and uh, it's like me wanting to be like you, I guess, but... <laughs> We, we all have we all have our skeletons, but you know I'm sure you've worked through all that stuff. But I've, I've <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Hey, we. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I run on the premise that we're all deeply flawed. I'm Sorry about that. Look at that. I don't our know. guest is none other than Dennis Ferrier, who's a channel not Channel 17 Fox News reporter, storyteller. He's been doing this for like 37 years. Uh, hey, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I feel very welcome. I hope I can live up to the hype. And I know she got. We didn't have any coffee. WGNS is working on getting a new That's coffee not machine. Good. 
drink 20 cups a day. So, who is Dennis Ferrier? I got your number through uh, Big Joe on the go, Dubin, who's a friend of the show. If you know Joe, he's he's a trip. Uh, he's he's on the tour right now signing books. Yes, he is. That book. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on Facebook. You're going to hear about McGavick that book. McGavick High. But, uh, <laughs> it's a good book, too. So tell us, who is Dennis Ferrier? And I heard that you don't like puppy dogs. Is that true? That is not true. <laughs> I don't like puppy dogs. No, I like puppy dogs. I don't like liars, and I, I don't like government officials who lie. I mean, I've kind of made a career out of holding people accountable we want to get right into it yeah tell us uh we were talking in the uh green the green the green room tell number one story uh tell us about whatever you want to tell start with something that well you know one of my one of my favorite moments was bringing perry march to justice who was the attorney? He was the attorney who killed his wife, Janet March. That was in the what he, early two thousands or nine? Yeah, 90s? this was like yeah, twenty years ago, late nineties. Oh. Got away with it. Uh, took his kids to Mexico. Got himself a twenty five year old beautiful Mexican wife, Carmen. He was living in a beautiful villa, uh, and you know he had escaped with the kids before he had custody. The grandparents were mm. fighting. And it, it was really an interesting situation because the, the whole thing was Perry was w- would do interviews like poolside. And S- I sipping a talk, martini. Oh, yeah, like oh, have a margarita. And he'd say, oh, I didn't do it. And I said, no, I don't want to talk to him. I want to get him. I want to get him extradited. And the problem with Mexico is Mexico, if you're up, if you face the death penalty, they will not extradite you. Hmm. So the end around on that was to get him extradited for a different crime. And, of course, because he was an evil, evil man, he couldn't stop committing crimes. So he was down there as a fake lawyer. And this area, Lake Chapal, is beautiful. It's got bougainvilleas. You can get an, a, a house there for 90000 with a maid, a gardener, and a housekeeper. Cool. Very nice. So a lot of Americans were like maybe a spouse would die and they gringos yeah they're gringos right norte americanos they called them <laughs> even though mexico's in north america they called americans north so they would come down there and what people didn't realize in mexico if you sign up with a lawyer you get power of attorney so you'd come down and say hey i want to buy a house you're an american lawyer i'll help you so you'd and you have three hundred ten thousand to your name your husband died that's your retirement Perry was going in and emptying the account. So you would go sign up with him, a lawyer. He'd come behind, and this little old lady would look at her account, bank account. It'd have nothing in it, oh. zero. And she'd come, and there's these two guys with machine guns out front. They'd say, go away. Oh, so man. he was doing this to all these people. So we did all of this. We, we, we started research. research and gathering because we knew the Mexican government would not want him to be cheating Americans. And finally, it all came down to that moment where we had to confront him. And it was like a God moment because- Spiritual experience. It was because we were, we're gonna confront him and he's got these two 19 year old Mexican guards with machine guns out front of his office. And we go up and say, hey, we wanna to talk to Perry Marsh. He says, get rid of him, do whatever you need. He says, don't shoot him, but you can beat him. Talking about y'all. About us. Yeah. And I had this Mexican photographer, Mario Martinez, and they sent him with me because he was bilingual. But here's the craziest thing. There's one television station in that area, Guadalajara, 
and it's Canal de Cuatro. It's Channel Four, and we had a big Channel Four on the side of the bay. And the one guy says to the other guy, Canal de Cuatro, and they ran. They didn't hit us. They didn't stop us. They ran. They, and if it was any other number, I mean, we were just from Nashville. They didn't have to. Oh God. Now, were you working for Channel Four at the time? I was time? working for Channel Four at the time. And that's another story we'll talk about here. And yeah. so, so, so you puffed up quite a bit. So we puffed then. up. He hit the camera and broke it. We didn't care. We got what we needed. We put the story on, Mexican government deported him, and there's a little room about this size. It's the international area of the Guadalajara airport, and FBI agent Greg Rodriguez was there, and they bring Perry March, the Mexican authorities bring, and they hand him to the FBI agent. He puts handcuffs on, and that was it. It was over. Were you there when they did it? We were not, but I was... I was apprised of the whole thing it was very touching. and then tom shriver was the was he the attorney general in nashville it was uh, who was the attorney no it was uh the next guy you're going in the wayback machine tom, it was, you remember tom, fate thomas that's who when i'm just it kidding. was uh <laughs> he was oh a my sheriff. gosh now i got me you know we'll, the, we'll do a if anyway, you can tell us who the attorney general was before uh after before tom the shriver you'll over, get a free free cup of coffee uh, bill will take you for coffee yeah to make anyway so it was a great moment so you know he's He's fat and miserable, sitting in jail for 53 years instead of having margaritas with his beautiful wife because we got him. And, and that's a good moment. Well, let me ask you this. What happened to the children? Because he had two kids. They, they came had, back and lived with their parents in Nashville. Lawrence, their grandparents. The grandparents. Their right. grandparents. That would right. be Lawrence her Carolyn parents. Levine. Yeah, her Levine. Parents. Yeah. I remember that, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You remember it was crazy. And I they had a huge house, a mansion over there. Was it uh, close to Bellmead mm-hmm. or like forest hills yeah hills area. wow anyway that was a good one i'm proud of that because you know everyone was taught like why don't we get an interview why don't we get it you know competitive you like, i don't we're gonna get him we're not gonna get the interview we're gonna get him just nice. please trust me we're gonna get him and what a good feeling you changed those children's lives i mean can you imagine what it they were learning and watching? Because they were in Mexico. The kids were, weren't they? They were all there in Lake Chapala. We were, were under a fake name. and Because he had threatened to kill me like three or four times. And there was a guy they had taken and put his face on the radiator of a car. And oh, man. scarred him for life. And so. Do you ever get afraid? I mean, do you have a bodyguard? Or do you have a body double? I like, don't. Stands me, in? Are you really it's Dennis? Me. Is this really Dennis Ferrier? It's Take the mask off. Golden Glo- you know, no, there's nothing. And I, there was one guy we got. Oh, man, there's so many stories. Tell us, tell us. Okay, so this <laughs> this was a stalker. And he was a special forces. And he was, he was dating this woman. This is she, Nashville. This is Nashville. She okay. was a uh, music producer. And and he was stalking her. And this is how ice water. He was like one of these guys, like special forces. So every night he would come and slash her tires. Every night. You know how expensive that would be? He'd slash one tire. Like oh. 10 nights in a row. Wow. So finally the police go up there and he hasn't gotten away. But you look at the surveillance video and they're all storming around and everything. And he's under her car like Robert De Niro. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. On the chassis. You remember that? From you know what I'm talking about? Who is hold on to the chassis? Robert De Niro. He's yes. on the chassis. So the police are there for 30 minutes. They all leave. He comes out, slides under the car. So he was there the whole time. He was there, and he was an emergency room nurse at Vanderbilt, making <laughs> 90 grand, and he's doing this. So we air the story, air the video. He goes in that night and gets fired. The next morning, he goes to Goodlettsville. He was divorced. He tells his son, 
I'm never going to see you again. Goodbye. Police call me. They said, we're thinking he might, he blames you for losing his job. He might come and kill you. He said, this guy is highly skilled soldier. So I get my nine millimeter and I, I got it on the side. Did of you the have bed. your permit? I'm just kidding. I did. <laughs> you don't have to have one. Not in the house. <laughs> now or in the car. But anyway, so I had this. I had my gun and I, and and then I slept on the top of the stairs because I took this class. Like, stay on the top of the stairs if someone enters your home. It's an incredible advantage because they have to come up the stairs right. and you could just a shoot good them. Good shot. If you have oh. a mirror on the side, it was all in this class. Like how to defend your home. It was called. And uh, you had just taken that class, right? <laughs> I'd taken it like two years earlier. And he took a refresher course real quick. Oh, my gosh. No, he would have killed. He probably would have got me. But anyway, so I slept on the top of the stairs at the time. My wife was mad at the time. I'm sure. So mad that I, why'd you do this story? I said, it's what I do. And then the kids, and then I was like there just waiting. And he never came. He went to California. He left. He didn't kill anybody. So did he get arrested? Or you don't know where he's at? No, he just left. I don't still know. You, you know, get a maybe double we, back. Hey, maybe we need to find out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we better That's watch awesome. our backs when we leave. He's probably listening right now. I'll get He's you. Listening. You think it's over. I'm like Robert De Niro. What was that? Cape Fear. <laughs> Cape Fear. That's, that That's crazy. what it was like, though. He was under the chassis for half an hour. You know, he had it had to be burning. Or oh. just or just, he just was cra- The guy was just crazy is what it was. Yeah. So that's, you know. Well, I tell I mean, you this what, is a rabbit hole when you start talking we're, story. I'm so we, sorry. We're joined oh, in good. the studio with Dennis Ferrier. We'll be right back in about two minutes. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie Award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyrhonda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. 
Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. A moving company you can trust. Next Step Moving. We want to get you from where you are to where you're going with no stone left unturned. We hold ourselves accountable to three pillars of business. Integrity, transparency, and service. Residential and commercial moving, business relocation, and more. Call 615-499-0361 or visit us online at nextstepmovingllc.com. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Our guest tonight is Dennis Ferrier, who he has a load of stories. He's been in the TV business, storytelling business for 37 years. And we've been talking. Let's see, we just talked about Perry March. What else do we what else are we going to cover? Let's talk about WSMV. What how old are you now? I'm 62. Okay. What <laughs> He's like, thanks for asking. Thanks. <laughs> no, I just it's turned, fine. It's a fact. I just turned 57. So d- did tell us what happened. Were you at a funeral and you came back? What happened? My dad died. I, I got fired. Uh, you get back from your father's I'm funeral. I'm sorry about your I got dad. fired. Yeah. My contract was up. But, I mean, I saw the writing on the wall. They were just – they were trying to force me out. They are trying to make me miserable. And, you know, I'm a kind of a pit bull, so I put my head down. And I thought I could outlast them. I mean, you know, I didn't. But, I mean, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I landed at Fox 17. I right. my own segment, The Farrier Files. I'm doing investigation. I'm picking, you know, all my stories curated by me. Best work of my life, you know. Won the yeah. Murrow Award, you know. Multiple Emmys. I mean, it's just been 15 fantastic. Emmys or there's a bunch of I Emmys. Think it's, I think it's 14. Yeah. Now. Maybe you'll get another one for doing this show. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about uh, Demetria? Do you still talk to her? Now, did yeah, you, we did talked you have a lawsuit week. against them or, or was it just. We a, did and she did. And y'all you know, made some change, didn't you? Made Nancy some change. Camp. We settled. We settled. It was, it, we, I've considered a victory, of course. Sure. It was an ageism thing, but it was really more philosophically, you know, than anything. Really? Can you elaborate on that? Just well, just, a bit? you know, they just were getting rid of everybody over 50, you know. I mean, Nancy Van Camp was the weekend weather. That's, like, yeah, remember that's, her? Yeah. She got canned. Where, what's she doing now? She, I don't, you know, I, she's out of the business. I want to know if you're going to try to be a realtor. It seems like a lot. I'm, oh, my I'm, God. We're realtors. <laughs> uh, Ed, who's the little weather guy? Niece? Yeah. Our Charlie. Way. Charlie Nice, Charlie Nice, and our our guy uh, is a wet. You know he left. Edwards, uh, Craig Edwards, Craig Edwards was a great. There's about five or six uh, that have become yeah. realtors. Huh. Is it because the market's so high? I mean, I'm gonna get in and make some money, and they're gonna get out. Right? I mean, people are buying and selling houses. Oh yeah, time, you know? I, I was just wondering if you're because that's a big I am thing. Not. Okay, just no, checking. No, I'm not. No way. Kelsey, do you have a? question for dennis he's he's well, got full of stories i'm telling you so have you always told stories i mean was this just a natural progression of your life that you were always telling stories i think so, and- I, think so. I think it was like to me it was like if you are given the floor at thanksgiving 
like, hey, Kelsey, tell that great story. Oh, yeah. You need to tell it well. Right. And, you know, I, 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 and I felt like, and I tell young reporters all the time, I said, you know, quit being so formal. Find your own voice. Like a lot of people say, oh, you don't have a fake you don't have a TV voice and a per- no. I, you know, have yeah. one voice, have a voice, and it be you and be authentic. Right. And find that. And when you're at Thanksgiving and you're going to tell a funny story, you tell it that way. You don't say, "Well, then the suspect continued on foot." <laughs> I mean, you would never ruin a Thanksgiving story like that. Say, then the guy ran and he was really fast and he jumped. You know, he fell in a hole and he broke fe- his leg. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, is this a Thanksgiving? Full, you know, is it a room full of tor- storytellers, or is it just? Were you just the standout? Or? I think that you know. I mean, it, it was. I come from a family of, of people who like to tell stories, mm-hmm. and so. And farrier's a cool name. What is a farrier? Is that something to do with horses? What is it? A is. It's a horseshoer, but it's a messed up. It's like a Ellis Island type deal, you know. And was, where did your folks come from? Uh, my mom is from is Croatian, and my dad is Portuguese and Scottish. Wow, how did yeah. they get together? I mean, that's well, they grew up in the same town, you know. That's cool. Went to high school and all that. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, but it was a, you know, there were a lot of immigrants around then, you know. So, mm-hmm. but you're originally from California. I am originally L.A. Harbor, San Pedro. San Pedro. And you worked in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin and Savannah, Georgia, and Nashville what about Jeffrey Dahmer? Tell Jeffrey us. Dahmer was at Tell Jeffrey us. Dahmer's house the night he was arrested. Hey, did you did you watch the? Uh, what the Netflix show? The I guy, didn't. I haven't. You seen need to go watch it. it. Of course, it. you lived it. It's still my Give record. Forty. Tell us the story about Jeffrey Dahmer. Stories in a row. Forty-four consecutive days on Dahmer. But did you? Are we mm. one of the first? I was uh, there. They called me. Said you need to go. I said I don't want to go. It's the middle of the night. You know, we didn't even have a morning show back then. I mean, this is you you're. Know. It's it's primitive. It's primitive. Or it's better. It's pen pal. Pen pals. All right. right. So so they call me and we go out there and and they're oh you got to go. There's guys in hazmat suits bringing out vats of body parts. So we go, and you know it's it's a really rough neighborhood. It's owned by Marquette, but it's like really rough. Marquette University. Marquette University owned. Who got beat today? But go ahead. Yeah, they did. (laughs) And were you were you married then? I was. Oh, I bet she I didn't like that either. I was married somebody else. Oh. <laughs> I had a different wife in 1990. See, okay, you. great. You can be friends with me and Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> you guys are multiples? <laughs> no. Well, let's well, talk I'm after not, the show. <laughs> let's get back to Dahmer. Okay, so then, so so the, the thing about Dahmer was like, there was so many, for one thing, the police come out almost immediately, and they say we have... We have nine victims. I'm like, wait a minute. Because they're so cautious. You know, if they're pulling body parts, like if there's a double murder, they don't tell you there's two right, right away. And if they're being cautious with nine. Well, like, then they're not. They just come out and say, oh, we think there's nine. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's got a shrine. Nine he's times nine. He's got nine yeah. skulls. He's got nine things in a box. Right. The other thing, you know. Junk it in was the like box. singular. <laughs> so this was what we were getting. You know, we're standing out there speculating. You know what right. I mean by things? It's a euphemism. You but met we, the neighbor, didn't you? Did you meet niece, I met the, the first, niece? I got the first neighbor. No, the, it was a, the first comment made on Dahmer was a man. He was an older guy, and he came out. And he said, I thought he was a carpenter. He was banging and sawing. And, <sighs> that was, and that aired everywhere in the world, that comment. And then it just... It, just, it died down. It no. died down or did it explode? No, it exploded. Okay. Because then, you know, the little uh, Hmong boy that he, like, 
tried to turn into a sex slave. He had read a book, and he drilled a hole in his head, and he poured in Drano, and then the kid runs out in his underwear, and he's got Drano coming out of his head, and the police see him. They take him and back. And Dahmer puts his arm around him and says, oh, it's my boyfriend. He's just messed up. And they go, oh, boy, boy trouble, and get off the radio. <sighs> well, that bread, you know, I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable. I interviewed the first person who admitted to knowing him. No one would admit to knowing him, but I knew this lay monk who would go into the rougher gay bars and talk to people because he had grown up, he had a crazy life. He was a a male prostitute in gay biker bars when he was a kid. That's brave. He became a monk, yeah. So he would go in and he, and so it was just shocking. Like he knew all about him and talked about him. And I'm a, and then, and then the other thing is, you know, when you go into court, they always put a row for the victim's family. Well, we, you know, there were 18 victims identified at the time, so half the courtroom was victims. Mm. Right, victims. And when family. he came out of that room, they opened that door. He had never public appearance, and the the sound, the guttural sounds that came from the 50 people yeah. who finally saw it. I'll never forget that. Mm. I'll never forget that. And then the craziest thing, I left, and I'm in Nashville, and I'm working here, and I get a call from a car thief named Fast Eddie, Fast Eddie. who's in Waupun. He says, man, he goes, and I did some stories with him because he was like a good contact, and he says, they're going to kill Dahmer. I said, what? He goes, they're going to kill Dahmer. They're going to kill him tomorrow. Mm. Uh-uh. Yes. And I said, he said, what are you going to do? So I said, I I don't know what to do. I don't even work there anymore. Right. So I called Wapon. I called the prison and I said, look, I just got a call. I got a tip. I can't tell you by who because he'll get killed. Right. That they're going to kill him tomorrow because they say he's a racist and they're going to kill him. It didn't happen. The next day. With a, with a uh, mop. Yeah. Squeeze. Oh, the thing yeah, that you yeah. squeeze. He also killed he, another person too. Well, he wasn't the only one. I think it was another one he Whoever it was, yeah, according to Netflix, but I mean, you live. I didn't even see there. the show. I was here. I didn't. Even, I just knew. Wow, Dahmer's dead. Yeah, it was just a nuts. sick. You just. I don't know what would drive somebody. Just total, just insanity, sickness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I hear that uh, you like Mayor Cooper. Is that? Well, you know, I just covered. I mean, we've got that big run-in during, you know, when they co- when they closed all of downtown and they only had 30 cases. They closed every restaurant in Nashville and you know, we said it was they weren't being honest and you know, we you know, we foiled the emails and they said you can't and there was only 3 in restaurants. It was 30 total in all the bars. It was 3 cases wow. in restaurants. Every restaurant in Nashville was closed for 3 cases. And we, we said it was, you know, it was absolutely, they were hiding that fact because even the emails, the internal emails said, you can't say three, you can't say 30 because no one will understand. Well, when the government tells you you won't understand, that just should send your, no, you tell me the truth and I'll decide. Right. You don't tell me, I, I don't need to be, it's okay. Right. I'm okay. You tell me the truth and I'll make my decision. Right. Yeah, so much of our news is filtered. It's that's what's great about your job. You get to just tell it. It's, it matters. It still matters because look at all this nonsense at TSU right now. You know with, what's going on there? You know, like they were giving, they were accepting students and didn't have rooms for them. 
and they're putting them in like the best western on brick church pike and they got like 40 students in this hotel and they're all running to the lobby because the the internet could only put three people on so you're rushing down the lobby to do your homework the first broadband yeah and then everyone else is out i mean you're going to college from you know the best western on brick church pike that's i didn't know that you know yeah Mm. well it's a big story in nashville for sure Mm. what are some other stories that we don't well i'll tell you a rutherford county story tell us a good rutherford so wait it doesn't involve us right it's about both of you uh Kim Kelch, there was a, 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 a tornado. five, a turn, five tornado, F five tornado in Barfield. Christiana, yeah. Barfield, and Kim, there was an emergency room nurse named Kim Kelch, and she was just fantastic. But she remembers she was pushing her daughter in the closet, and she woke up a hundred yards yeah. down the street on a door, and she was completely naked. And she was bleeding out of every orifice, every orifice, and her daughter was fine underneath her. And she was a nurse, and very. she said they took her to the emergency room, and they said, Kim, we're sending your x-rays to the Smithsonian. Not only were your clothes vacuumed off you, your colon was sucked out of your body and twisted off. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it, and you. Should not be alive. Should not be alive. But she 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 is alive. Yeah, and she still and she was lives. wonderful. She thought it, she just laughed about you know she just what do you do? Oh. But she that is the power of a tornado. It can vacuum out parts of your body and rip yeah. them off. That's and I the mean, daughter was fine. Fine, like nothing. I mean, but that's the whole tornado thing. You know, I was don't in, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was up in Paris once, and there was a four hundred pound man caught out in his field. He was a farmer, and they said he was dribbled like a basketball for 200 yards at 90 miles an hour and he said he probably had six or seven hundred bro- his bones mm. were like mush yeah you know what i mean oh yeah because you're just like bah, 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 bah. yeah i mean the thing you know i mean it really you are really in trouble well, you get caught outside. In a, in a, in well, a, you grew up in so you you in California. They're known for earthquakes. Uh huh. Uh, Santa Ana winds with yeah. the fires. Yeah. Uh, right Take now, at any time, there's Atlasphere River. There's some places have got a hundred feet of snow. It's never been like no, it's like it's of crazy. a biblical proportion. Right. I, I say biblical. That. I'd, I'd go biblical. Biblical. We. I just haven't seen locusts yet. And if I start seeing locusts, locusts or raining frogs, don't blink your eyes. Do what you. Oh my god. But it's but we got tornadoes here in the tornado map since about eighty. Well, 97, the tornado you were talking about, we had the Good Friday tornado, which was about 12 years ago, yeah, 2010. Nashville's had two or three downtown. They had two. And then Macon County, I mean, the whole Macon map. Macon County, that was the one I was talking about. Jackson, yeah. Tennessee. Jackson, terrible. It, the whole map yeah, has yeah. moved over to Milton. Clarksville. Yeah, Clarksville's horrible, another one. the downtown one. Yeah. You know. uh, Nashville had a big one three years ago. They had a big one East yes, Nashville. Yes, but uh, we don't have to. the thing about tornadoes. You don't know when they're going to hit, and they usually hit it like at three in the morning. Everybody's asleep unless you have a weather radio. A hurricane, on the other hand, like Katrina, for the people who can get out, some people, hey, I'm going to sit it out, or some people just don't have the right where they don't have a car, or whatever, start walking. 
At least you have a warning with that. With tornadoes, man, they're dead. No, they're the worst. There's yeah. so much. I, there, there's nothing worse than a tornado. Yeah. Is there any? Are there any topics or any stories that just really were just got you that were just almost too hard to cover? Yeah, yeah, and it's it 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 would just surprise you. Do you? It, and it's not what you would think. It's just unexpected. I, I went to a special needs graduation. And the valedictorian was this little Vietnamese boy. And he was talking in a voice box. Mm. And it, it, it was the most profound thing. He said, he goes, he said, you know, I remember being in my Vietnamese orphanage when all the people would come through and pick the healthy children. Mm. And this American couple came in and they stopped. And they talked to the boy with the broken body and the broken voice in the corner. And it was me. And I thought, don't you understand? Why would anybody want me? Mm. And he said, who would want me? And he said, and they not only picked me, they brought me here and loved me, despite the fact I could never hug them or smile at them, you know. And it was the most, and I was sitting next to his dad and his dad had just rivers and tears. (laughs) He was videotaping it. And I just burst into tears. Yeah. I mean, it was the most moving, beautiful speech I'd ever heard. And it was not a fan. It was just, it was just an unbelievable moment. Mm. And another story that really gives me... Ch- Remember Michael Durant, Black Hawk Down? Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of handsome mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Nighthawk. And I had interviewed his wife when he got captured. It was the biggest story in America for a couple of days. Uh, Somalia. Somalia. Do you remember? So mm-hmm. Somalia, he gets shot down. And... Uh, He's, he's got a broken back, and he's laying in his helicopter, and they're up above. And two, Gary Gordon and Randy Shugart are two special forces officers, and they say, drop us down. They said, we can't. We can't pick you up. Drop us down. A certain death. So they drop them down, and they stand in front of Michael Duran and shoot until their guns are whipping, and they get, like, beaten to death and shot. and Drugged through the street. Drugged yeah. through the street naked. So and, and what people don't know is those two men were the first Medal of Honor winners since Vietnam was Randy Sugard and Gary Gordon. That was in the 90s, yeah. So Michael Durant, shyest guy you ever met, turns down interviews for 10, 50,000, won't do it. But he realizes in his heart that he has to talk about these men. Yeah. So he, everyone's throwing money at him. He won't do it. And then finally, Lincoln, Maine, the hometown of Gary Gordon, they're going to put a statue of Gary Gordon and he says yes. So he goes, he flies to Maine, and he and he uh, still gets me. He flies to Maine, and he doesn't know what he's going to say. He's absolutely like at a loss. And he's on the plane, and he can't. And then he lands in Maine. It's the next morning, and he can't. So he goes to the library. <coughs> he goes to the library. He doesn't even know what he's doing. And there's a book on the Medal of Honor winners, Congressional Medal of Honor winners. And he thinks, well, maybe I'll read about other people that won this award. And he takes the book out. Right. And he opens it up. And the last person to check it out was Gary Gordon. When oh, he was 11 years my. old, this the, little boy oh, rode over the on guy his bicycle. Got, yeah. Who died at 30. He was 11 years old. And he had checked it out. And he had his little hand signature in there. Oh. And this, young, this boy was preparing, I believe... This boy was preparing his heart to for be that a hero moment. For yeah. that moment, nineteen years later. Oh, chills! And and Durant closed that book, 
and he went out there and spoke and he never stopped talking. He never was at a loss of words again after that. Where was he where was he live? Where was he from? Clarksville. He was from Clarksville, That's right. Amazing. And his wife was a teacher. In fact, when he was captive, she shared with me all the drawings her kids had written for him. It was so sweet. But that story, you know, I mean, if you don't see people think prayers aren't answered, but it's like or that God doesn't talk to you. But think about that. Like that is not I, I predestined. I mean, it was dental, right? Mm-mm. I mean, think about that. Yeah. To pull that book, out, I mean, and to be struggling and to be asking for help. And it's like it was given to you. Right. You just never that, know when it's going to show up. The, I mean, pur- the purpose right. that was put on Gordon's heart. To, yeah. You know, just. But mm. yeah, that and then, and then, and then the, uh, that special needs thing. It was just. It was a night, and they don't even do that anymore. They don't even have like special needs high school. You know, everyone's mainstream, but right when everyone was like that, it was just unbelievable. That night was unbelievable. Was that Nashville? Was no, that? No, it was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So that was in Wisconsin. It was Thirty years ago. Do you I have a favorite story that you've done, or maybe a least favorite? Do you have a favorite story or stories? Or I did a story. The most watched story I ever did was a story on true love. It's had over six million views, and it was about a man. His wife had dementia in Bellevue, and he would come every day and bring her a milkshake and feed her and sing to her. Mm. And it's just one of the most beautiful love stories. Like if you, if you, you know, no matter how jaded you are or what are your relationships or you've had failed marriages and joke, and we joke tonight about failed marriages, but there is something truly beautiful about true love. And there's something truly beautiful about a relationship that is locked in right you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you you recognize it like oh they get it right this is beautiful this is a work because really a great relationship which are so few and it's so hard and the biggest lie is marriage is easy (laughs) is is a work of art to see a relationship that is in mm-hmm. perfect harmony, right? right. That dedication. Yeah, that dedication. Right. A lot and of care, grace and mercy. Yeah, and caring for someone else is, is emotionally draining, too. So to see someone doing that with, you know, yeah. grace and... It reminds me of, of my parents who were married 64 years, and my dad had touches of dementia. He, he, he was 84 when he died about seven, eight years ago. And... Uh, so I would stop by the house, and it would be like Valentine's. And my mom would go, hey, my mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, this is a great story, but I, mom would go, Bill, tell Dad to give me that chocolate for Valentine's. And i go, Dad, this is chocolate. It's Valentine's Day. You, This is your wife. That's, he goes, do what? I said, <laughs> Dad, it's Valentine's Day. You've got a, a beautiful wife. You've got four beautiful kids especially one you've got four kids grandkids all this he goes do what i said dad you need to give this chocolate to mother for valentine's he goes do what and i said something like well there uh there's certain things i like to forget too you know it's like oh my god it was a joke but it's all in the moment and how you react it's a a lot of grace dealing with i know there's a lot of grace shown shown towards me growing up um well and nobody you know. wants to embrace I, I guess i can say suck on the radio but embrace the suck you know what i mean right, like to right, right, to right. enjoy 
seasons of hardship and and to find something worthwhile in that and and persevere without getting down yourself yeah talking about james one consider it pure joy when we face trials and tribulations i'm not there yet when we have trials and tribulations i don't know that anybody nobody is but if you can retrain your brain to appreciate that's right and because, it's you know, you yeah. are going to get closer or you're going to get farther apart. Like every trial in a marriage, every storm, you're either going to draw closer or you're going to, or it's going to get you, to get you, divide you. So is, is Trump going to get arrested Tuesday? I don't know. Man, I just not, I just don't, I got, I'm a very local reporter. I know you are. What I about, mean, I'm, a, I mean I, I'm not even avoiding did, it. I just really. Did you meet Al Gore? Have you met Al Gore? I'm just. Asking. No. I met George H. Bush. The, that's the, the, the old, man. old guy. He was a true. I met Jimmy Carter. And they he's he's one. still alive. Jimmy was a, he's a, he was better after he was president. Right. He's right. done a lot a lot of good things. And for, he was a nice man. He did ask you about your family. And, right. I mean, it, and, and George H. Bush was just a prince. You know, he was the last president who didn't use I. He always said we. We. And his speechwriters would always say, George, you got to say I. You got to say I. Come on, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then he would break down and say it. And then his mom would call him and say, Correct George, it. I heard you say I. Wow. You are, there is no I. You are representing people. It's we. And he goes, I knew it. And he'd go back to we. <laughs> we. We. And after that, people. no one has had, I mean, love him or hate him. Yeah. Since him, no one has had problems saying I, 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 I'm I, this, I. I'm that, I'm going to do this, I'm, you know. That's the society we live in today. It's a, it it's a quick fix. It's supposed me, to me, be me. we the people. Yeah, we the people. Well, for the yeah, people. forget about That's that. Dutch Mantel, a friend. He's a wrestler. He started a thing uh, on WWE where he, he'd stand up and go, <laughs> we the people. Anyway, you have to Google it. He's he's been no, on the show I'm, before. Yeah. You remember Dirty Dutch Mantel? Of course, I remember all those. Jerry people. Lawler, some of them, yeah. The Rock, Ric Flair. Did you go to that match where he got? He's seventy three years old. He's out there, and they cut the guy. And and Dutch Dutch was saying, man, he, he was bleeding like a stuck pig. Yeah, those little and, razor cuts. And they've been at it going back and forth about just. Rick saying you're not you're just no man needing money. I mean she's awful with her saying right, to each right. other. I'm like y'all need to stop this. Uh, but those guys, it's entertainment. Know, yeah, and they and they're you know I know it's fake, but it's not because they all get incredible injuries over the years. They're all arthritic and all those falls and moves, concussions, I mean, concussions, just like football players, you know. Right. You know? The old ones who just all had dementia. Mm-hmm. Where did you go to college? USC? I went to USC, yeah. What was that like? The, there was a lot of. Were you like, wild? Was it wild? It was like, yeah. You drink know, a was, lot, do a lot of drugs, was, stuff like no, that. No, I didn't. But there were people, they're like, like faint, you know, there was people up on the rise, you know, like John Travolta's wife was there. I can't think of her name was right now. Is it Kelly Preston? Kelly Preston. Saw her at school quite a bit. And then that young woman from. Fast Times at Ridgemont High quit school to take that role. What was Jennifer Jason Lee? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she was there, and uh, Marcus Allen was there. While was He's there. a good guy. Yeah. Hey, safe. We got we got to take a break, but we're going to be right back with Dennis Ferrier. Hey. 
Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. You can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyrhonda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. A moving company you can trust. Next Step Moving. We want to get you from where you are to where you're going with no stone left unturned. We hold ourselves accountable to three pillars of business. Integrity, transparency, and service. Residential and commercial moving, business relocation, and more. Call 615-499-0361 or visit us online at nextstepmovingllc.com. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Uh, this has been a great hour. It seems like we need to have you back sometime. We haven't c- covered the... No, we've got the that old goat uh, property assessor, Bill Boner. Remember when he got... Bill Boner. I chased him all over that property assessor's office. That's here. That, you're talking about somebody in Rutherford County. That's Rutherford County. But there That's was also right a Boner that was a mayor, too, yeah, that no, was married was to Tracy Bill Boner, Peel. who was sexually harassing literally everyone in the office it wasn't he wasn't enough for one or two it was like everybody he'd come in every day and there was a woman who would bring the front desk and he'd try to throw a gumball down her top uh-uh. stuff i mean and that's that started the day 
Wow. I thought you were going to talk about Bill Boner and Tracy Peel, who was Oh, yeah, a, right, right, yeah. And he ended uh, up being a driver's ed teacher over here in Franklin. Who? Bill Boner. The, the, the mayor. The other, the mayor. The mayor. I mean, yeah. it's a very unusual name and to have two Bill Boners. <laughs> There's two Both Bill Both were in the news. <laughs> Both of them. One of them was a little older than the other one. I, and I know, I've met, I know, yeah, I, I know them. I've met them. Both of them, probably. Yeah, yeah I would think so. Who is somebody you've interviewed or somebody uh, that was just a real jerk? Can you tell us? <laughs> yeah. Tell us somebody and then tell us what was. Well, here's, here's the most. The, here's the Pope. The story. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here's kidding, the, y'all. I, I asked. I guess she wouldn't. So I was doing a story on the, uh, the lady who did the makeup at the Opry for 40 years. All the makeup. And I said, who was who was. The jerk. The jerk. Oh, I think I know. I know a lady that that did that. Okay. Did you? Yeah. And I don't want to use her name because she told me she told me not to tell the story. But this was like 15 years ago. Yeah. So I'm not going to say. She's no longer with us. Go ahead. It was. It it wasn't. It was Jack Palance. Remember Jack Palance? Yes. So he was at the Opry doing. He was in uh, that movie with uh, Billy Crystal and. He 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 was in several movies. He was like if you see his face, you'll know. You'll know who he is. Yeah, you would know him. Anyway, he did. She did his makeup, and he looked in the mirror, and he went, and he grabbed a rag and wiped it all off and threw it on the ground and left. And another famous story (laughs) is at Channel. It was, and I wasn't doing the interview, but Demetria and Jerry Seinfeld was in town. I was at that show at the height of his show, and so he was doing interviews at all the NBC stations. And uh, they put the mic on his tie. We put had our, the best photographer, right? So he puts the mic right there. And Seinfeld says, hey, uh, why'd you put it on the tie? The boys at uh, NBC always put it in the lapel. And he said, oh, it's, an, it's just the direction of the mic. It's kind of a V. It works better on the tie. He goes, really? And he takes the mic and drops it on the ground. Oh. Between his legs on the ground. And a photographer had to... And, you know, everyone... You know, not going to make waves. So he went over, picked, got on the ground, picked up the mic, and put, put it, it on his lapel, yeah. and they did the interview. No one said a word. But what a... Un- oh. Just a jerk. I mean, it speaks for itself. Right. Mm. I don't want to, you know, suing the radio station. What about Fate Thomas? Did you know Fate Thomas and his barbecues? Yeah, and, you- I, and I'm, I know his son better, you know. My grandfather, he was sheriff here for years, and he and Fate were friends. And Buford Pusser was another Buford one. Buford Pusser, walking make, tall. Walking tall. He was a, well, that, that's a whole different show, but people say either loved him or they hate him. They well, think he yeah. was a crook or he was really cool. He didn't carry a gun. He carried an axe handle. People say it's not an axe handle. It was a stick. It was right, this. People would argue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You post something on Facebook, and you're in it wild how people just want to yeah. tell you how wrong you are. I know. <laughs> It's your feelings, right? That's my feelings. <laughs> feelings. Yeah. Here at WGNS, we let you explore your feelings. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Um, so you have told stories in all of the Tennessee counties except for maybe 12 or 13. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. Before I retire, I want to get the I get the last ones. And I want them to be good stories. I don't want to just be right. Like You don't want to check Go to go. Have you done one in Cannon County? Oh, yeah. Charles sure. Manson's followers are supposedly live up there or really did, did I you know that? that but i've been in cannon county for okay. sure well yeah. yeah that's the geode capital of 
the south you know what was that you were saying hawkins county the me the oh the melungeon yeah they finally solved that through you know no knew they were and and then they you know this 23 and me and ancestry.com but it's still like fascinating they're blue the people no, well, they're, they're, they have a tint of blue well i think they're brown well, the blue people i thought were kentucky well and they said maybe don't don't say this about elvis because somebody will they even think now People think Elvis was Melungeon. Yeah, that's he, he'll come up on Melungeon. Who was the most famous person you interviewed? Do you think? I, I think Buzz Aldrin, maybe. Buzz know? Aldrin, oh, the, wow. the yeah. astronaut. He was just fantastic too. He was older and he was just so clear and smart and funny. Yeah. I, he made a huge impression. I don't know if he's the most famous. But he's pretty famous, you know. That moon, those moon people were famous. Well, that's if they did go to the moon. Some people think oh, it's yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, boy. Yeah. who was somebody? O.J. Simpson. I, I've talked to. You talked to O.J. Well, before he was a criminal, when he was like a charming movie star. He was one of my favorite athletes as a kid. I loved oh, the Buffalo gosh. Bills. Student body right. Yeah, yeah. He was Buffalo USC. Bills. Reggie McKenzie. Reggie McKenzie. Uh, Jim Braxton was the fullback. Yes. Joe Ferguson was the uh, that's quarterback. That's right. Joe DeLamior was the uh, offensive lineman. Ahmad Rashad, who was originally Bobby Moore, Bobby Moore. he changed his name to Ahmad Rashad and yeah. married Felicia Rashad of the Cosbys. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Played you didn't University interview Bill Cosby, did you? No, I never <laughs> met. No, that's that would be interesting, boy. Oof. So, but you've met criminals. Who's somebody you interviewed that you were excited and it was just a letdown? That's a gosh. I would have had to prepare for that. So many people. So many uh, excited and let down. Oh, they're still alive. I don't want to say. They're still alive? And they're still alive. And they initials? Can you give us initials? I, I can guess. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what, what about any of you got super nervous before? Because, I mean, obviously you get to a point in your career, you're, you're right, probably nothing. untouchable. Yeah, right, right. Um, I, you know, it's funny because it was... I get nervous like when we're going to fail. Like So, for instance, Johnny Cash's funeral, the real funeral, not the one at the Ryman. That was beautiful. But his real funeral, it was almost like it was, it was unsaid that no one was going to stop and talk to the media. And, you know, they put us – and you got to have a comment, you know, because you weren't allowed right. in. Right. It was the private one. Right. And so you're, like, on this line, and everyone's coming in, you know, Dwight Yoka, all these, you know, Huey, Lewis, I mean, just all kinds celebrities. of people. Celebrities. And no one would stop and say anything. Mm-hmm. And that and that's a form of being nervous. Like, hey, I, you know, I'm on in an hour, and I don't have anybody, you know. And then, <laughs> thank the Lord, Ricky Skaggs was so nice. He stopped and talked and just said beautiful things about yeah, Johnny so you Cash. Get, you know, he was the only person that day that talked to any of the media. Oh. They wow. all just went in. I mean, like, Dwight Yoakam, like, winked, and Chris <laughs> Christopherson went, like, the double gun yeah. thing. <laughs> but, like, like no, no, say, you know. That just was it. give us something. Yeah. Give me something. You loved him, you know. And it's, no one was – it was it wasn't controversial. Yeah. It wasn't scandalous. It was right. just, like, memorializing. Mm-hmm. Like, George Jones, everybody stopped. Right. Like it was too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then like something about that Johnny Cash funeral, it was like all this unspoken thing. Like That was the way they... Oh, my God. You just don't do that. And then he... What was that song? Nine Inch Nails. He did a re- Oh, it's Hurt. Hurt. Oh, that's great. Hey, thank you for coming in. 
Will you, will you come back? Yeah. Will you will you come back some other sure, time? Sure, I will. Yeah. And will you let us know what's going on? I mean, we've exchanged numbers. You can tell me. Yeah. And I won't. I promise I won't put it on Facebook or anything. My like phone that. number? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I've got your number. No, don't do that. Hey, you've been listening to Dennis Ferrier with the you? Fox News, Lady K. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you, everybody. Go out and do something nice for somebody. God bless you. <laughs>